Y'all, welcome back. I am so excited right now because uh, I've been wanting to do this one for a while. Uh, it's, it's a topic that is <laughs> it's near and dear to my heart, sadly, <laughs> but it's true. Uh, we're going to be talking about cussing tonight, y'all. Uh, bad words, naughty words. You know, all, all all of those. I, I could list you every did term that George Carlin already did, but I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna try to copy the greatest comedian of all time. If you're a first time listener, first of all, thank you. Seriously, thank you. But secondly, I promise I don't normally cuss as much as I'm about to. Like I do cuss, I'm not you know, whatever, but I'm not I don't know I try to at least try to keep it together or something for this show, depending on the guests or whatever. But tonight there's no guests, just me and you. You know, you. My favorite person in the world. Thank you for listening. But I promise I don't normally cuss as much. But even that, right there, like, why do I feel the need to even, like, explain that? Why, why is that even a thing? There is such an odd disconnect between the human experience or the human mind and cuss words with some people. And, and, and I admit, I'm not even judging you if you don't cuss, whoever you may be or whoever everyone might be. Like, I, I get it. In my opinion, though, I think everybody cusses. It's probably, you know, a level of degree. Um, specifically, my aunt Janie, love her to death. She does not, has not, I've never heard her cuss in my life. What she says are things like sugar darn and apple fritter and things like that. That's a cuss word to her. Now, obviously it's not, but that's as far as she's willing to go. And that's fine. That's fine. I am still, and I've told it, I'm convinced that in her head she still cusses, but maybe not. You know, I, I don't know. May, maybe not. But either way, for whatever reason, I feel the need to apologize uh, sometimes, at least for right now, for my bad language. But at the same time, I, I, I truly believe everybody cusses, at least behind closed doors or in your own head or something. I, I truly believe that everybody cusses. And the Washington Informer, they agree with me. According to the Washington Informer, the average adult cusses 21 times per day. But then at the same time, Business Insider says the average adult cusses 60 to 80 times a day. So right off the bat, one of those is full of horse shit. <laughs> and I gotta admit, I much prefer the term horse shit to bullshit. There's alliteration with horse shit. It just feels harsher. Like, it's nice. I, I admit, I like it. One that I have to admit, I, I don't use as much. And lately, I'm starting to come around on it because it does, it packs a punch. But I don't tend to say, God damn it so much, because I feel like it's probably the most offensive. <laughs> like, again, if you're a first-time listener, and, and even if you're not, just like, I, like look, buckle up, because I'm going to be cussing a lot, because I'm going to be trying to talk about the concept of cussing, so I can't... How do you not fucking cuss when you do an episode about the word fuck? You know what I'm saying? So, go with me. Anyways... <gasps> I think, I think goddamn is possibly the most offensive term because it offends certainly any religious folk. But then people that just don't like, I, I know non religious folk that still don't like to cuss. Like they still do, you know what I mean? But like, it's not even necessarily a religious thing. It's, it's just some people don't like it. And that's fine. You know, there's no, like, you're allowed to express yourself however you want to express yourself. I just personally find it. I'm like, it's just more fun. I can't deny it, okay? Like, it's just, it's admittedly just more fun to cuss. It just is. I don't know why, but that's what I want to kind of dive into tonight. Because I've noticed, and to kind of piggyback off of last week's episodes with cigarettes, I've noticed that when I was a cigarette smoker many years ago, thankfully no longer, go back and listen to last week's episode if you want more details on that. But if I smoked a cigarette before noon, 
I was going to smoke a full pack that day. You know what I mean? Like once I started on the day, you know, I woke up and started and eventually I started at the very beginning of the day. But like it, if I start early, I tend to smoke more. Just, you know, just happened. I noticed it near the end when I was trying to quit. The longer I could hold off, the less I was smoking a day. And not just like, you know, obviously if you hold off the longer, the less you're going to smoke. But like the the, the brevity, the, the, the gap in between becomes smaller and smaller between each cigarette break as the day goes on. And I've noticed, at least for me personally, if I cuss early in the morning, I cuss a lot more and a lot quicker with higher frequency the rest of the day. And if I don't, if I hold off and cuss with more... Or I guess with with more infrequency, that's not a thing. Less frequency, more infrequently, whatever. If I cuss less, then I cuss less, which is a very simple statement, but it's true. That it, if I can hold it for a while, then I don't feel the need to say it as punctuated as often. As if I say fuck early, I'm going to be saying fuck often. That, because it just, there's no word that carries that kind of punch. You know, like there's no word... There's no any words, a combination of words. Like you could use it, uh, an entire paragraph to, to like insult somebody or whatever. But you know, you just call them a fuckhead. Like it works. It, it, it's just so. It is such a concise term. It's it's borderline magic. But we'll circle back to that because I kind of want to give you uh, a history because I've been researching this, guys. <laughs> this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. But I want to I want to give you some details here because I, I, looking up like the first cuss word like trying to find when the first cuss word was john cleese was the first person to say cuss word on tv uh he said shit on canadian television john cleese is a legend he's the man i mean obviously any of the the, the, you get i mean obviously all the monty python people are i mean they're, they're the gold standard of sketch comedy clearly but he was the first one to say on tv but obviously curse words have existed since forever but specifically, how long ago since forever? Well, the oldest I could find... Let's just start here. In the year 1310, um, apparently, the, the, the F word was, was coined uh, in a poem. And then about a century later, give or take, a monk reportedly scrawled the word on a manuscript by Cicero, which is commonly considered the first appearance of the F word in English writings, which is, I mean, you know, it's almost a thousand years ago. Yeah, like, you know, 700, you get the, whatever, close enough. It's like 700 years ago. But uh, fart, as it turns out, is actually one of the oldest rude words or bad words, you know, whatever. It's its first record pops up uh, in roughly 1250, although originally it wasn't uh, it wasn't considered a rude word. It was just, a, you know, considered the descriptive term for when you fart. <laughs> they, they didn't have, apparently, we didn't have in, in English language, like, a way to describe when, when <laughs> this is such a dumb episode, a way to describe when air comes out your asshole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, this is going to be a really loose episode, but how else do you talk about cussing without cussing? So what do you, what do you want from me? I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not that professional. Think I found the oldest cuss word. Think I did, maybe, possibly. The old English word shaita or shite, which meant diarrhea, literally translated diarrhea of uh, in German meant diarrhea. There was a Dutch word scheitsgen, uh, and another Germanic scheissen, which was the verb tense to shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> but again, it was originally neutral. Both of these, the fart and shit, and these terms, I mean, you have to say something. If you're a parent out there, if you're just any human being, you're ever talking to a kid, like, you, 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 we all know there are PG ways of saying go to the bathroom. I mean, my kids, for whatever reason, well, I know why. My kids like the term boom boom, but they got that from Bluey, and that's a, that's a different thing entirely. But, like, we all have PG terms that we can sub. You know, like, we, we all have, we, we can, you know, we can kind of fake it or, or just, you know, just, just PGify it. But is that really even better is what I'm like to pause here. And just like, if you're telling your kid, you know, after you go poop, wipe your bottom, or you're telling them, Hey, after you take a shit, wipe your ass, you're saying the same things. <laughs> There's no real difference. The only difference is, I mean, what inflection? Like, you know, is, is tone. I get like truly just, I mean, this is so absurd. I admit this, but just truly, what is the difference between telling your kid, you know, make sure you wash your hands after you poop and make sure you wash your hands after you shit. What is really happening here? Is there anything that's actually any different? Because I, I am willing to argue that there's really not. And the only reason that one's worse than the other is because we've all just like agreed that it's worse that, you know, like what, which is silly. Like, what is that? Why would we all take time to decide that words that are absolute synonyms, synonyms, they're a hundred percent equate poop and shit, hundred percent. Why is one worse than the other? And it is, I get that it is. I understand that it is. And if I'm, you know, if my kids are, are, you know, if I'm talking to my kids, I'm going to say poop. And if my kids' friends are around, I'm going to say poop or potty or whatever. Like, you know, you, we, we back it off. Why? Why do we do this? I get that we have to. And, and I admit that I will. I play along because, well, first of all, my wife would beat my fucking ass. <laughs> if she ever heard me tell my kid, hey, go take a shit and wipe your hands. She would, whoo, whoo. But Why? Why does that matter at all? What what is truly the difference here? Other than we've all agreed that one is is you know quote unquote bad and the others less bad, I guess. And I mean, j- j- according to to historians, it was never bad. At least it was originally. None of them were bad. Scheite, scheitzen, scheisen. All of these words were not vulgar. They were said with just the direct literal meaning. So I don't really. I don't really understand when it changed to become a quote-unquote bad word. But I will give you one example. <clears throat> and this is one, I heard this as a kid. In fact, my father told me this. And apparently he was wrong. But uh, my father told me this when I was, let's say, 12. doesn't matter, but you know, give or take 12 to 14-ish. My father told me that fuck, the reason that it is spelled F-U-C-K, was because it stood for fornication under consent of the king. And rumor has it. That, well, I guess the fact is that in 1347, during the Black Death, the Black Plague in the Middle Ages, uh, towns tried to control their populations and interactions. And this is true. This is actually a fact. Many towns required permission for couples to have children because, I mean, uncontaminated resources were scarce. Like, there was no, like, water was hard to come by. Food, there wasn't, like, it was the Black Death. Everything was awful. Don't make more kids. I I mean, obviously. Why would you, why, why would you... Why would you make a kid right now? Everybody's dying. We're all starving. Don't make more kids. So you had to get royal permission, which was a signed document that you hung on the door that said fornication under consent of the king. 
Now, that's not true. The last little bit, that hanging a sign on the door part, that's where history breaks with rumor. Because everything up until then was true. I mean, the idea that you had to get permission, that, that you know, there, there, there was at least some evidence of that. But the idea that it became F-U-C-K because it was an acronym, that's not true. Because apparently, in uh, Germanic languages, uh, there's, uh, there's a Ficken, which is the German one. Uh, there's the Dutch word Fucken. There's the Swedish word Fucka, which is awesome. And then, no, Swedish word Fokka, F-O-C-K. And the Norwegian word Fucka, F-U-K-K-A. Now, my favorite of these is the Dutch one. They're all great. Fucka? Like, I've called somebody a fucka. Some motherfucker? Hey, you dumb fucka. Like, we've all said that. I say we've all said that. I assume people cuss more than they do, probably. <laughs> I cuss a lot. It's fine. My favorite of these is the Dutch one. And that's not just because I, you know, I am Dutch, sort of, I guess, and as much as any American person can claim to be anything, you know, like, my parents were born here, like, I can't claim, like, I'm American, whatever. But I got a Dutch name, and I've been there, I lived there for a bit, and that's where I met my wife, so I love everything Dutch. But that's not the only reason that I love the Dutch word. Fucking. The past singular. Let me just go through the conjugations, because this is why I love it. Uh, The the word, the word is fucking, F-O-K-K-E-N. The past singular is fucked, F-O-K-T-E. But the best part, the past participle is gefucked, which sounds, it's G-E-F-O-K-T-E. Sounds like get fucked, which is, that's a criminally underused phrase. Like, go fuck yourself is a good line. It is. It's a good line. But get fucked is so much better. It's like a bomb. That is, it's, uh, get fucked is an uppercut. You know what I mean? Go fuck yourself. That's a combination. It's a little left, left, right. You know, that's fine. Get fucked is an uppercut. It hits you like a brick, man. And I love it. But, but, okay, but for real, like, I don't understand how it is we've all agreed that certain words are bad because how is it that you're even able to describe these words and call them bad words without using them to then say that you're not supposed to use them? You know, like, was it Ari Shafir? I don't remember the comedian, so I apologize. But somebody had a bit, you know, a joke about back in the day about how if you're speeding... And then a cop has to pull you over. They have to speed even more than you're speeding just to catch you to tell you not to speed. And look, I get it. You know, don't speed. And I used to speed a ton. In fact, I might have covered that on two episodes. It doesn't matter. I, I used to speed a ton. And so, I mean, I bet I'm not going to certainly stand on the soapbox and act as if I have any, like, type of piety that I can... No, you shouldn't be allowed to speed to catch me speeding. But you do if you're a cop. You have to speed... Even more, like if somebody's going 90, you have to go 95 to catch them. You have to go 100 to catch them. So you have to do the thing they're doing and do it worse just to catch them and tell them, stop doing that thing you're doing. Same thing with quote-unquote bad words. We have to say them. We have to have them been said to then say, don't say those words. Like that's, it's asinine. I mean, it, it, it's absolutely, it, it's, it's not necessarily hypocritical, but it's, it's absurd. It's, it's, the gi- it's, it's a giant contradiction, an absolute giant contradiction. But here's the thing. I think deep down, we do it on purpose. I think deep down, we all know it. And uh, Patton Oswalt has a bit about this, but I'm going to take it a bit further because I think, 
No, I, first of all, I don't think I can't take it a bit further. Patton's a far better comedian than I could ever be, but he's you know he's amazing. He's probably top ten all time, but that's a different thing. That's just me nerding out on comedy. The point is, I, I I think we all think that grandma would be offended, and I think we all think that children would be offended. I've never been a grandmother or a grandfather. I've never been old, but I've been young. And when I was in second grade, this is a true story. This is a hundred percent true story. When I was in second grade, Miss Hernandez, I love you if you're listening. I know you're not. I got in trouble because uh, we had to, as second graders, as everybody, I believe, as uh, you know, elementary school students, we had to run a lap around the track before we were allowed to play at recess, which is every day. I mean, this is Texas, so it's never cold. Don't worry. Every day. No matter what, when recess started, you had to run a lap around the track, and then you could go over to the swings or the slide or the sandbox, you know, whatever it was, doesn't matter. One day, me and who I thought was a friend at the time, buddy of mine at the time, second grade, I'm not going to say your last name, Brian, but I know it was you. <laughs> it's insane that I'm still holding a grudge, but I am. <gasps> Brian and my buddy Brian and I, we were uh, we were running the track, we're kind of walking because, you know, whatever we were, you know being cool and lazy or whatever second graders are and we saw some fourth graders cutting across the track <gasps> can you believe it can you believe a cardinal sin they broke the rules guys they cut across the track and they went straight to the slides and so i said what a bunch of cheating fucking assholes said that in second grade boys girls ladies gentlemen Trans and non-trans and cis and ungendered and, and non-binary alike. Listener, I called other children fucking assholes as a second grader. Don't even know where I heard it first. Because it certainly wasn't my parents. They were super strict religious Baptists at the time. They, I'd never, mm, they didn't cuss at all. But at the time, I knew the words. So, you tell me, where did I hear them from? TV? No one said fuck on TV. Movies? I didn't have access to them. So, like, we just knew those words as second graders. We just knew them. It's just, it's just automatic. It's as if it's just a guarantee. It's as if everybody wakes up and when you're like seven or eight or however old you are. I, mean, I should know this. My kids are first grade. So I guess when you're eight, eight or nine years old, you just suddenly know all the bad words. You just do. And you know you're not supposed to say them, but you do anyways because they're fun. But so, okay. So offending children, clearly not a thing because I already knew them and said them. I got in big, big trouble when Brian told my teacher and they called my parents and told them about it. And then when I got home, my dad made me write a hundred times. I will not say bad words. It was on a, uh, it was on a, mostly on a chalkboard that we had in the garage. And then I had to finish the rest on paper because it was too big. hundred times. I will not say bad words. Did not work. But they tried. You know, whatever. But again, so we're not trying to offend children. And I get it. I'm not trying to cuss in front of my kids. I really, really try not to. I do. But I still really try not to. Happens sometimes. Don't worry about it. And then Grandma. Or grandpa, or old people. We definitely don't want to offend old people. But old people have cussed more than you've ever cussed. Old people have been alive long enough to have said more things than I ever could have. You know, like, especially if it's, it, if we're going to believe, you know, and, and that's up to you, if you, who you choose to believe. If you're going to believe the Washington Informer, it's 21 times a day. If you're going to believe the Business Insider, it's over 60 times up to 80 times a day. I mean, these old bastards have cussed way more than I fucking have. You know what I'm saying? Like, way way more so i think deep down we all know it i think deep down we all know these words are meaningless we like i mean let's let's just stop pretending for a second these are just sounds there are concepts behind words 
There are meanings behind words. I mean, the, the N-word is certainly not one that I am, am, am talking about right now. Because the N-word is a purposeful, hateful term directed at a very specific group of people. And then choose any racial slur and throw that in a different category. Because that is a, a word that is only used and only designed for hatred. All of those words. There's plenty of them for every race and every gender. Cracker doesn't count because fuck off white people. Let's not pretend that we're really offended by that. You know and I know we don't care. We don't. Stop it. Now, the rest of them matter because they're all done by white people. You get the idea. But those words are different. Those words have an actual hateful, evil intent. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about words that really don't mean anything. I mean, shit is such a catch-all term. If I drop something, I say shit. If I'm looking at something, oh, that's shit. That song is shit. That movie shit. That food is shit. Shit can be good. Oh, good shit. Oh, great shit, bro. We're playing basketball. Somebody makes a good shot. Good shit. Good shit, bro. Shit doesn't mean anything. It. I mean, it literally. If it. If if a word can have 38 different different definitions, then the word doesn't have any definitions. It's just a generalized catch-all term. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. And yet, it means everything to some people who would be super offended by these words. And I get that. I'm not mad at you for being offended. I do think you should choose not to be offended. I do think going around, I think being offended at anything is fucking silly. Besides, again, purposeful, hateful, personalized hatred. But generalized concepts such as sounds coming out of your face, that's insane that you would be offended by this. You know, like it's, it's absolutely insane. But you know who won't be offended, guys. You know who won't care that I said potty words? Well, you're going to find out in this week's quiz, everybody. This week's quiz, uh, I used preply.com. P-R-E-P-L-Y.com. Preply.com. What state in America is the most foul-mouthed state? Now, this is using, this is according to tweet data. This is according to Twitter and posts by people in these states. So I'll pause, give you some time to think, make your guesses. Georgia, Georgia, according to Twitter, is the most swearingest U.S. state. According to, according to preply.com, 48 curse words per 1,000 tweets of the entirety of, of the population of Georgia. Maryland has 46 swears per 1,000 tweets, and New Mexico has 45 swears per 1,000 tweets. Now, with that said, what's the most swearingest city? Because in, you know, obviously, and we're doing, you know, it's all per capita. It's all per 1,000 tweets in general, so it's taken as, a, as an average. But if you narrow it down to city, because by state, obviously Georgia, then Maryland, Mexico. By city, it's Columbus, Ohio. Which, I mean, that's my folks are from Ohio. I've been to Columbus. Like, we, we you know, the Buckeyes, negative. Go Buckeyes! Uh, damn it. What's their. I used to know their scream. Doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Go Buckeyes! Number one most swearingest, tweetingest city. Number two, which is honestly no surprise, Las Vegas. And then here's what I'm most proud of, y'all. Can't lie to you. <laughs> I am. Genuinely proud of this statistic. Of the top 13 cities on this list, three of them are in Texas. Hell fucking shit dick yeah, Texas. Woo! 
Come on. Dallas, Fort Worth, and Austin are all in the top 13 most cussedest cities in America, and I'm fucking proud of that shit. Good job, y'all. <laughs> Good job. But here's my point. I mean, behind all of this, if I even have a point, is that words are magic. Like, plenty of comedians have talked about this. I think Rogan maybe have been the first. I don't know if I want to give him credit because I don't know where he's even at these days. But I got to give him credit because he's the first I heard it from. Like, words are magic. I'm making noises with my mouth and you're understanding what I'm thinking. Same as if you write them down. You know, like, I think, I, I forgot, oh, shoot. Friend of mine, Bree, friend of the show, Bree, tweeted or shared a tweet with me. She didn't make it. I forget who did. But somebody said something like, reading is just looking at symbols on paper and hallucinating. Like, when you read words on a page or on a screen, like, that's magic. You're looking at just lines and circles and squiggly dots and shit, and somehow you're able to make sense of that. That's that's fucking magic, y'all. Like, Literally, like with the right combination of, of mouth sounds, I can make you angry. Like if we're talking and I find out that you're a religious person with the right combination of, of carefully crafted insults, I can make you angry. And if you're an atheist, whoo, I got plenty. Vance, I've made Vance plenty angry. I, Vance and I have screamed at each other. Well, shit, we've screamed at each other on this show because of religion, because he's an atheist and I can fucking poke holes in that shit real easy. Like poke holes in any religious shit. Doesn't matter what you believe, you're probably wrong and it's easy to point that out. And the very fact that I just told you, whatever it is you believe, you're probably wrong, that's gonna make some of you angry. First of all, I love you, I don't mean it. I do mean it, you're wrong, guaranteed, we're all wrong. None of us know what we're doing. Guaranteed that made some people angry. So first of all, I you know, again, I love you, I don't mean it, you know, kind of whatever, just chill out, we're all in this together, I promise we're all in this together. But that's insane. That I can just lip flap and the noises that come out of my flapping lips create an emotional response. You know, like if, if I give you a compliment, shit, when people give me compliments, it makes my day. Like I literally, I had an old lady tell me I had good hair. A beautiful old black woman. This is years ago in Waco, Texas. She was walking by one day. I'm walking by and she just goes, hey, you got real good hair. Thanks. That made my fucking day. That was in 2005 and I still remember it. You know what? That's magic. That is fucking magic. I have no, like, had she not opened her mouth, I would never have any idea that she was thinking anything. I would never have any clue what was going through her head. Yet she flapped her fucking mouth, made a couple of weird noises. Weird if you don't speak English. It'd be incredibly weird to just hear those sounds. And yet I understood it, translated it, realized what she was saying, and it made my day. Made my fucking life, apparently, because 20 years later, I still remember it. Like, it, that's why I feel so strongly about the idea of curse words. Like, they're not just like a fun expression, because they are fun. Like, I, I admit, I use them for fun, probably overuse. I admit that I do, but fuck it, I don't care. It's a necessary component of consciousness itself. All of us, and I mean this, all of us have experienced a moment when cussing is required. Imagine right now a family member dies unexpectedly, you know, they're, they're not 90, you know, like it's a completely unexpected. They don't have cancer, like completely unexpected. Boom. Wow. Holy shit. They're dead. The only thing you say is holy shit or fuck, because if all you have to say is golly, gee willikers, this sure is the pits. You'd go bonkers in moments like that. Fuck is required. And I'll debate you to the end of the time, until the end of time on this matter. I like that. 
I will metaphorically die on this hill because dying requires the word fuck. So yeah, I admit, this is an incredibly silly episode, but I'll, I'll try to end on this. If if someone's... Like, look, if you choose not to cuss, that's totally okay. I get it. You're you're allowed to... Like, that's fine. You're, you know, of course, you're, you're allowed to express yourself however you want to express yourself. Naturally, obviously. That's, you know, it's the freedom of being a human. It's the freedom of being American, goddammit. Land of the fuck, home of the bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I'm saying, but not, like it, if you choose not to cuss, you know somebody that she's like that's fine. You're, I mean, whatever, you don't have to. But if you're in a moment, I mean, in a terribly awful, drastic moment, in an over the top, emotional, dramatic, it just just it, it, not coincidental, but like something completely unplanned and surprising, and it goes as horribly wrong as it can go, and you're not willing to exclaim the f word. I honestly think something's wrong with that person. Like, if, like, I mean, a moment such as death should override everything. And if you're still holding on to the notion of verbal purity as opposed to truly letting out your emotions in a handful of moments in life that are absolutely required, in my opinion, they're absolutely required to cuss, to just act. I mean, you can't express true sorrow you can't express true anger without fuck like i'm sorry but you just can't and if you if you want to pretend that if you want to pretend that you can truly capture the emotions that fuck has with another word then i would ask you why does fuck exist in the first place why have we created this word that we all agree is the end-all be-all maybe besides cunt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's like the that's that's maybe the like the ace in the hole or, you know whatever hole cunt get it jokes if you're not willing to say some form of over the top nonsense when these things happen i i genuinely question what's going on in your head and like you're loud that's fine or whatever but i'm not kidding i do i i absolutely question what's going on and i, I don't think you're in touch enough with yourself with your true inner being I mean, to try and make this into a deeper point seems absurd, but I mean it. Like, it's it's ridiculous, I admit, but it's, I mean it. If you're more worried about some piety or, or, or some, you know, some virginal concept of language and speech, if that is still at the forefront of your mind when you're truly at the, your lowest moment in life, I don't think you're actually living. Is that way too deep for a, a topic such as this? Yes. If you've made it 30 minutes into this moment and you just realize that I'm trying to go deep with this, feel free to call me a fuckstick because I probably deserve it. But it, like, look, do I do I use, do I overuse cuss words? Yes. Absolutely. 100% admit that. Uh, absolutely. But if I have to err on one side or the other, I will choose overuse to verbal cel- celibacy every single time. Y'all, I, if you've made it <laughs> however long, 30-something minutes of this nonsense, you you are awesome. I, I, cannot, I cannot express how much I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. I love you. See you next time.